Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Perth to Paisley podcast, a podcast dedicated to Heart of Midlothian Football Club. The Jambos haven't been in action this past weekend due to it being the international break. However, Daniel and myself, Adam Kennedy, we've drafted along a bloke that looks as though he's just finished his shift in the call centre. So I'll go to our guest first, uh, Richard. Richard Cobb, how are you? Good. Uh, I actually finished work at half five and I think you, you finished at eight and then 46 minutes late. What was the question? <laughs> how are you? Oh yeah, fine. Yeah, good. I mean, I, I was better at eight o'clock. I was pretty prepared. I had I had uh, warm coffee. It's gone lukewarm now, but um, yeah, fine. Thanks for um, scraping the barrel again this week. <laughs> Our pleasure, mate. And uh, MacIver, everything everything hunky dory. How's uh, how's the Rona? Oh, it's going great. Still positive on day eight. I think it is now. However, feeling a lot better. I'm off on I'm off work all week, so I'm just playing The Last of Us two and getting ready. Take a trip up to Dingwall, which is going to be some laugh. Nice. That does sound like some laugh. So we'll, we'll come to that at the very end. Um, because despite me hosting this week, you've sort of drawn up a little itinerary, MacIver. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to chat about Hearts Women's announcement today on the day of recording going semi-pro. Uh, we're going to touch on our Hearts 11s, as was seen on Twitter, courtesy of Joel Sked. Debate the fact that is our Premiership campaign done with finishing third already? Um, and of course, preview the trip to Dingwall, like Daniel says, with Hearts taking on Ross County on Saturday. Um, if I touch on the first sort of item on the agenda, that was Hearts Women, which, or as a collective, announced today that they intend on going semi-pro. So, look, MacIver, we obviously owe Hearts Women somewhat for pairing us together, and Laurie Dunsire, like we touched on last week. Um do you want me to, to read over the statement and then you can give me your thoughts? or what, Go for it. Go okay. So, Hearts posted that there's a sense of new beginnings around women's football in Scotland and Eva Olive is focused on building up that sense of optimism as Hearts women upgrade to semi-professional status. With elite women's football set to come under the control of the SPL-FL from next season, the move represents another critical evolution at the club moving with the times to reflect the upcoming merger with the professional game and improve standards of football whilst bridging the gap with more established teams in the league. Since taking the reins at Hearts back in the summer of 2021, Eva has focused on developing the players as well as implementing a professionalised training regime alongside the dedicated sports science department and nutritionist at Orium. Following enthusiastic conversations with Joe Savage and the board, the move to semi-professional aims to attract new players with fresh investment, the chance to use world-class training facilities at Orium, and the prospect of being involved on big stages as seen when Tynecastle hosted the recent Edinburgh Derby. That's where I want to stop you, because the, the rest of it is just that, but said by the people in it. So there's no point in going through yeah, the entire thing, enough. because just, that... Yeah, it's quite heavy. Yeah, that yeah. final line is the most important part. So... Hearts women, obviously, a lot of people kind of just look at a scoreline, which is understandable if you don't follow the women's game as much or any other game in football and go, oh, well, Hearts women have in recent years tended to lose most games in the top flight, so therefore they must just be the worst team without looking at the kind of context of it. As they said, moving towards semi-pro, they are currently in a league with at least three full-time teams uh, all three of them are coming from the Glasgow side with both Rangers Celtic and Glasgow City. Hibs are also one of the best women's teams of the kind of 
recent years as well. So Hearts women who have been on a strictly voluntary basis, essentially, going unpaid as well. There's always been that context that's sadly been lacking from a lot of fans' perception. However, this move will be great because it means that, first of all, the players can start getting paid, which is an amazing first step. And then, yeah, as the statement says, it means that you can just start to build. You can better quality players will be wanting to come because of that. And then that can, as they said in the statement, move forward in competition. So it's just an amazing thing that is closer and closer to kind of getting that legitimacy of the same standard of the first team, men's team, to the women's team as well. Perfectly put. Richard, your uh, thoughts on Hearts women going semi-pro? Uh, I was just laughing at how long it took you to read the statement uh, initially. <laughs> I was just like, I completely phased out until you finished and then MacIver was like, Thanks. oh, the last sentence was the most important and I was like, kind of <laughs> rewind it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read just that last statement? No, because I, I think I sort of suggested going with it anywhere. I messaged uh, yes. Daniel to say it's, it's good to kind of mention it. But I think like off the back of the, the Women's World Cup, when was it, 2019, 2018? Yes, yes 19. Um, I think that definitely like a lot of interest, I think particularly maybe like from a Scottish point of view, because that was like the first to, like interest interesting tournament that Scotland has got basically tournament Scotland that qualified for in a lot of people's lifetimes and stuff like that um, in terms of international football so I think that definitely got a lot of interest up and I think it's just yeah kind of carried on from there really I think it's you know there's been a lot of coverage I think Hearts have, have done a lot on their social media too to kind of shine a light on it and I think it's just been like a lot of the the personalities like clear on Twitter and stuff like that and kind of the, the players coming into quite a lot of um, I don't know where I'm going with this but anyway yeah they, they've uh, good good for them well done that sounds really disingenuous at the end anyway uh, oh no, but it is good I, I think it's uh, yeah I think um, echoing whatever else you've said that I've not listened to that's fine that's <laughs> very cool. diplomatically put thanks thanks very much for that Richard um Richard, you briefly touched on Scotland there. If you're listening to this podcast and wondering, are the boys going to touch on the Scotland match against Poland at Hampden Park? Simply put, we're not. Um, an international friendly against Poland is far from the most exhilarating match to talk about. I'd much rather talk about Hearts um, and their trip to, to Dingwall on Saturday, so we'll come to that eventually. I was just coincidentally also looking Australia got beat off Japan, so that's a bit of news. I don't even think Nathaniel Atkinson featured so yeah we're just gonna mosey on over the uh, the international football and we'll get to our next point which i feel as though could take up the bulk of this podcast um mciver could you explain to everybody you putting idea or putting forward this idea of the hearts 11 as joel sked had somewhat inspired you during the week yeah so i saw on twitter because we've previously done an episode where we did our favorite 11 where the criteria was that you could only pick someone from one season. And if you used that season, yes. then you weren't able to use a player for if they only featured in that one year as well. And we also touched on, on an 11, which we wish had played more frequently for Hearts than they did. Yes. Oh, yeah, we did do that as well. So this is our third set. Go of back teams. and check those if you haven't already. Thanks yes. very much. Is that, sorry, was that the brief? I don't think I got the brief. No, anyway. no, no, that was not okay. the brief. The, the right, brief... Okay is this is the most general one because Joel Sked posted just randomly his Joel Sked's Heart of Midlothian 11. And when asked what was the criteria, he said there wasn't any criteria. 
It's just that he tried to make it kind of players close to him that he's picked or perhaps people that wouldn't normally get picked and tried to avoid just going with his best 11. Because kind of for each generation of Hearts fans, best 11s can look quite similar because we've all seen kind of similar players. So this was just an 11 that I don't even know, just has a mix of favourite players, players with random stories, players that you just have strong memories with. So whatever you wanted to do. And, and are you looking for sort of justifications for inclusions here? Is it no, not at know, all. Open, you can, open tall. You can have justifications if you want to, but some of mine have justifications and others don't. I just really like some nice. of them. I can start but, if you want, because I tweeted mine. So I, people will have seen mine. Sure, I was going to invite Richard as the guest, but on you no, go. I'm taking the reins here. So yeah, we're, we're going with that. He so, looks chuffed, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. My 11 started with Marion Kello in goals. Great Just choice. Someone, I one of the first goalies after Craig Gordon, I remember going, oh, he's actually good and can be good. And then had the infamous falling out with Romanoff. So that's always exciting. Um, I right, didn't, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I went with a flat 4 4 2. So Michael Smith is the right back. I have made it very clear over this podcast how much I love Michael Smith. Uh, I then went to Marius Zalukis, who is the only person in this team who makes also my best 11. Obviously the best 11 in Cutland and Captain and stuff like that, but also I just like the story of how he was rubbish for ages and then he became one of the most important people in our history, the most appearances by a non-native Scot as well, which is really cool. Then Kevin McKenna, he scored an overhead kick and was Canadian and was class. No, in defence, in defence, yes, yeah, because okay. it could also be used as an auxiliary striker. True, but <laughs> I'm going with him as a centre half partner, and then left back. I've went with Igor Rossi. I still think up until like Stephen Kingsley, we've never replaced Igor Rossi. I loved him. I loved Igor Rossi, but not left back. I wanted to just put him in. So that's fair. You're shoehorning. I get yeah, it exactly. Uh, then out on the left, I've put Andy Driver. And not for his Scottish Cup heroics, it's just because he was the first guest on the show. So plugging that, nice. going to say that. <laughs> then Peter Haring, same for Michael Smith. I just love him so much, and I'll be furious if we don't give him a new contract. Miguel Pilardo, that championship season, I was there in Aloha when it was the coldest I've ever been at a game of football when he scored that raker, and he was very handsome. Then on the right, Mikolainis. He fought a linesman, he scored a raker in a derby, and he's still playing now, and he's Lithuania's all-time outfield player. And don't forget, he ripped out the corner flag at Hamden and started waving it yes. in the 4-0. Yes, oh, that's cool as well. Guy. Then up front, Mark De Vries scored his four goals to make it 5-1 on my fifth birthday. Love him. And then Osman Sol. Sorry to go back. Sorry to cut yes. you off. Uh, I've just remembered that it could be a, a fake memory, but I seem to remember I went to the player of the year awards at the Balmoral in 2006 and I'm fairly confident him and Chesnowskis were wearing like hearts kilts on there which was quite a nice little uh, nice little feature yeah yeah Love I mean, that, that could be completely not true, but I, I, I seem to remember that happened. <laughs> well, that if you were at those Player of the Year awards, get in touch. If, if, anyone, if anyone can verify. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, it can be wearing the week out in my living, and he can play in that every day. So, yeah. And then finally, Osman So, because he's, he's just class, and he had that meme about him, and like he went worldwide. 
So fair play to him for that. So yeah, that's my 11. That's Daniel McIver's Heart of Midlothian 11. Nice. Richard, you've got your, uh, your XI present. Uh, all right. I was like, X's, I've got my X's eye. <laughs> Sorry, X's eye. Uh, I don't want to say eleven again. I'm sorry for chucking the. No, you're fine. I just it's, it's that time of night uh, again. If you were 45 minutes earlier, maybe I would have got. <laughs> no, exactly. I was waiting on this. I finished at eight. <laughs> I would have done well to make it for half past, but I was struggling. Okay, I'm sorry. Just the message would have been nice. That's all. But anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> Full died. Sorry. Uh, Russi, probably goalkeeper. I'd say, I mean, I guess, like, not, we're discounting the, the first cup final that I watched. So, basically, in 95 <laughs> or whatever, I got, like, all my mates around and, like, decorated the spare room in West Linton and kind of put heart scarves and papers everywhere and uh, spent, like, ages prepping this for a big party. And then, uh, like, we got absolutely scudded very early doors. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty sad unpacking that again. But then, uh, obviously, the ball went through his legs. But uh, obviously, forgiven him for that, obvious reasons, 98, and I met him once and I had to stand on like a big sort of box thing to get my photo taken with him. I don't even, actually, I don't even know if, I don't know where that photo is, but yeah, that happened. So that was nice. Wow. If you could find uh, that and we could make that the thumbnail, that'd be great. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I've got the Robertson one where I'm wearing the pirate tie and like the yeah. blue, the blue trousers and the blue shirt. Okay. It was with a cricket jumper. Um, I've got that somewhere. I don't know what that one is. Uh, I don't, this is where it starts to get cloudy because I sort of, I mean, like McIver gave me homework to do and I sort of started Googling positions and then I, I couldn't be bothered. Um, so I did a little bit of research just to actual positions <laughs> and just sort of gave up. So like, just imagine that like, they've got a kind of doing like the defending yeah is this area. Like, just like a but total like, shoe or an 11 is what you're saying here yeah but yeah i basically i had to get 11 players in, uh, in fairness you're got. paying homage to hearts because we love you know that whole square pegs and round holes situation so you carry on you do you uh, Adam Eckersley, I'd say him like from the the championship first time round. Well, not mm-hmm. first time, whenever the like that 14, season. I think 15, he, he definitely yeah. stood out, and he was he was one of the ones that people wanted to. He only played that one season, is that right? Yeah, he did. And then uh, obviously we went to Hibs and just rinsed them for all the money. And I don't <laughs> think he even played for Hibs. And so that was <laughs> Simon as well, was it? Yeah, yeah. very good. Uh, yeah, and I think it was just like he, he seemed to kind of that that old. Uh, saying like they seemed to get it but he definitely did seem part of it and it was uh yeah it seemed to be a, a bit of a thunderbolt down the left so was it the left i don't even know yeah it was the left it was the left yeah, yeah. i love how you were starting <laughs> with the right back and now you just switched over to the left <laughs> i don't know anyway and then uh pasquale bruno uh was a, a hero of mine so i had this uh i put a photo up on the the twitter of uh <laughs> twitter. like the when I, this is a, I didn't know this is where the story was going to lead, but anyway, uh, yeah, I was mascot and then like I put in the program was like my favorite player, uh, was Bruno. And then I had, I got a, like, I had a copy of the program somewhere at home. Hopefully you can, you can clip this up to make it sound a lot more interesting right. and like maybe auto-tune my voice to make it sound a little oh, okay. bit less dead inside. We but, want authenticity, um, Richard. That's what we're after. Okay. So I found a copy of this program. I think it was like the, the main stand auction the the program where i was the mascot in it and i was like this is amazing uh but 
the the price of the program on the day was a pound and it had gone down to 50p in an auction uh, so i bought it for 50p half the price of what it was about 20 years previously uh, which was pretty upsetting uh, totally yeah uh, and so a bit, to be honest i probably bought it out of embarrassment so nobody else found it yeah that's um, fair that's very fair how many players have i done three three i've done three, three. okay done three yeah, Eckersley and Bruno, the most bizarre trio of Hearts players I think I've ever heard. I mean, I didn't even really say why I chose Bruno, but I've already used his no, allocated time, so, right. so that'll do. What, what do you uh, make of his uh, interview during the week where he said that he wished that he could have extended his stay in Edinburgh? I didn't read it. Okay. Also, I bet he did because he was staying at the uh, the Caledonians. So I was probably just had a whale away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think I read that in a, just like that that ninety eight book. I'm still reading that two years later. But anyway, it was good. It was. No offense, whoever wrote it. <laughs> anyway, he didn't follow me back on Twitter, so I'm not going to name him. Um, yeah, uh, Dave McPherson. The only reason why is because he he gave me uh, he presented me with a cake. So my 18th birthday was the 13th of May 2006, and started the day off. With uh, Scotland winning the Kirin Cup, was it drawing nil nil with Japan <laughs> or something like that? So it was like champagne breakfast. I was like, this is amazing. Scotland have never won a trophy in my life. This is fantastic. And then Hearts went on to win the cup. Uh, before that, though, Dave McPherson, like, I think my grandpa had like said, like, oh, Can you give, give my cakes? It's his birthday and stuff. So he presented me with a cake. And then he said, After the game, uh, I'll give you the cake back. So I was like, Oh, thanks so much, Dave. Like, nice guy. And uh, didn't see him after the game, so my presumption was that he'd sold the cake along with the inflated World Cup tickets later in the summer. Uh, so yeah, because there was just a photo of him in the in the press, just like holding up these tickets, like in a really grainy image. I like how, by the way, there's no context that like just the story starts with your son's going, "Go give him a cake." Like, how did that first initial meeting happen? Oh, like so, my 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 grandpa. I don't think I should be saying this, but my grandpa like tried to buy hearts at one point, and uh, right. it was in a kind of <laughs> probably should Drop be that in it. casually. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then there was a sort of a you know all that kind of thing. So he knew the players and stuff like that. So it was sort right. of like, a, oh, um, oh my god, just I'm just thinking what I shouldn't say. <laughs> anyway, yeah, exactly. We'll just fine. leave it as Before a mysterious that. aspect, right? Dave McPherson. Yeah, that's, that's for another day. That's a discussion yeah. for another day. Right, we've got yeah. four players down. Uh, okay, and then uh, my hero, Steve, Stephen Presley, I'd say, that potentially divides opinion. But, yes! Uh, <laughs> Get him! No chance. Yes. Yeah. Probably the best best uh, captain of, yeah. of my lifetime, I would say. Uh, potentially not the not the um, the one that kind of closest to your heart, I guess. But yeah, I, I think for in terms of, if you look at him... Uh, in the 2006 season with the own goal that he scored against Falkirk, then he scored two afterwards <laughs> to get us a draw, then I think that's all you need to, to see. Also, that uh, video that season, you can see uh, a, a video of my dad, who I think had probably just been at the toilet or something, going back to his seat from the uh, Player of the Year awards. So if you if you happen okay. to find the video from that season, uh, you could even see this could bring us back because Michelinus could be wearing a kilt in that one. I was going to say, you love a Player of the Year awards, dude. <laughs> this could go full circle Same one. Same one. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I fully agree with that. Stephen Preston is my favourite ever Hearts player. So, yes. Fully agree. No chance. Okay. Uh, I'm taking so this feature length. Uh, no, they, we have uh, nothing we, else we, to speak about. We, we, this were is we were worried about podcast length, so you take your time. 
Good. You, okay. Don't, uh, don't just leave us in silence. You know, fill gaps with nonsense thoughts. That's what we do for an hour every week. So yeah, flash on. Uh, Wanjo, what did he play? He was he's probably a bit before your time. Probably on the was left, he? he was out the left, aye. He did the flips. Yeah, okay. I think that was like peak he, first hearts season. Yeah. From, from a personal perspective. Probably the pair of us. So he was he was in. I don't know why it probably uh good name. Good good hair at the time, I think I seem to think. And he was and quite uh, Yeah. He comes from Barca, that's exciting. I'm help. I'm trying to help you. I'm really trying to help. He got an Played assist for, for one of the Vrieses, I think, in the five-one game. I you think play for Inverness once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's criteria now. That's, that's, that's exactly the type of contributions that we're looking for. Right, we've got one John the left. Headband had a headband. True. Maybe not at Inverness days. I, probably, I mean, he's probably a man in Vanessa. Like. <laughs> the Inverness team. You're really yeah. focusing on this Inverness thing. Yeah. Never uh, mind when he actually played for the club that this podcast is yeah, specifically dedicated to. That doesn't matter. Love that. Uh, one of my sister's mates had Wanjo 47 or something on the top. <laughs> okay. If that was a number. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. I have no idea. Moving on. Steve Fulton. That's Eight, 15 pies a day. Love that. Played for Falkirk once. Okay. That, yeah. Uh, cup final, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> and Hans Eskelson. But only because, right, I mean, I like his hair was quite funny. Uh, my, my dad once said to me, probably when I was like eight or something, he said Hans Eskelson used to get a nosebleed every time he crossed the halfway line. <laughs> like, I think... As I've got older, I find out that was said in jest. But at the time, I genuinely thought he, he got like a nosebleed. <laughs> like it was a natural medical condition. Uh, anyway, uh, and then I got a, an autograph. Like people can maybe verify this if you've seen it on the screen. But that that used to be his, his autograph. Basically. Wow. And it just like, <laughs> I don't know if he couldn't spell his own name, but it was uh, it was intriguing. And I thought somebody with an autograph like that can't possibly make my, uh, not make my XI team homework thing that I'm doing on this podcast uh, yeah so is that that's a midfield right that, yeah that's a three uh, get, you got three uh, up front or are you, have you just forgotten something in midfield that was four wait hold on Wanjo Fulton hands up oh yeah shit uh, Salvatore yeah oh yeah <laughs> okay fair uh, uh, Gary McSwigan okay up front mm-hmm uh, just because I had a heart stop with McSwagan on the back of it, and I thought uh, this would be brilliant, so I brought it along to. I, I did this kind of Hearts v Hibs uh, char- charity match thing, and uh, worst experience of my life at uh, Elston. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and McSwagan was meant to be playing, and then he he pulled out, so I just had this like old heart shot with me for no reason. Aww. So it was a shame. I was going to be on his team, that but then I just had. I had to play with, thanks mate, I had to play with Joe Hamill instead, who was comfortably the best player on the park uh, of a Hearts persuasion, and we got absolutely rinsed by him. So that was good. <laughs> uh, Why was that I was Mark Errolston? <clears throat> yeah, of all the places. Uh, I don't, well, I mean, it was one, like, the, basically it was kind of a, like, you know, these chancers that do the whole charity stuff. I mean, like, I'm not saying that they were chancers in particular, but you know, the ones that are like, well, they come and play for Hearts if you pay us 200 quid, and then it, like, it was a hockey pitch or something. <laughs> 
in Elston and it was like horrendous. I tried to do like a, a side tackle and then cut my knee open and I had to get carried <laughs> off. I've got footage of this. We can probably clip that in if you want. Um, yeah, and I was marking Gary O'Connor when I was playing left back and he scored about three or four goals past me. So, um, yeah. That's been the best story. Amongst yeah. many, you've had a couple of corkers even in this episode alone. No, putting us to shame here. Right, Gary Swaggin, and then what we got to uh, And then I probably say the uh, number nine, so Hearts Legend, arguably the best number of nine in my lifetime. Uh, it's of course Ben Ben Woodburn. <laughs> <laughs> Fully on board with this. Fully on yeah. board. Adam, what's your thoughts? You are such a knob. That got me <laughs> so off guard. <laughs> I'm honoured for the inclusion, though, mate. Thanks. Well, that's the best 11 so far. Adam, can you compete with it? Hold on a second. He's only named one up front. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he has. Gary McSwiggin. Yeah. Hold on. Who is your midfield tree? Salvatore, no, he's named four. Oh, Salvatore, Salvatore, sorry, sorry. I forgot the Salvatore, right, okay. So, wait, hold on, give us that 11 in full. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's just check for a second. Rusty, I feel like I'm, uh, it's like countdown when you've got to show you're working or whatever. Yes, anyway, yes. Rusty, Eckersley, Bruno, Presley, Dave McPherson, Wanjo, Fulton, Eskelson, Salvatore, McSwiggin and Ben Woodburn. Yes, an illustrious <laughs> list if there ever was one. It was him or John Sutton. Honourable mention to John Sutton as well. That's fair. <laughs> I'm glad you put Oh, I'll never there. forget John Sutton's run and he's running like that. Oh, what oh, a guy. Yeah. Right, Adam. Can you, you compete know, with that? In in short, no. Um, right. I'll try to caveat with like make my own sort of terms because I wanted to differ from you as much as I could, MacIver, given that we are of a similar age, whatever, been through exactly the same on our heart-supporting journeys. Um, And I'd also seen that you included somebody from the current playing squad, so I've opted to to do the same. So, like I say, going totally different from Daniel, I've got Jamie McDonald in goal, largely because I can't really have Craig Gordon, even though I'd love to. Um, And Marianne Kello was probably the second-best goalkeeper in our lives, so that was a, a, a fair choice. Um, Jamie McDonald obviously won the cup in 2012, so he's got something that Kelo doesn't have. But and and McDonald was underrated on his day, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to stick with that. Um, solid choice. Um, right back, I've gone one and only Doctor Funk. Um, absolutely love Callum Patterson. Um, and he's one of few players that my dad and I have both watched and simultaneously loved. So. On a personal standpoint, um, a worthy inclusion, and again, Michael Smith was another another worthy contender. Um, centre halves, I've not gone for a snake, but I've instead gone Andy Webster. Um, absolutely loved Andy Webster, and even working with big hearts and on the top so of the team calls to get to like. Did you say you've not gone for a snake? You've gone for Andy Webster. <laughs> okay, not a snake that left for Celtic. <laughs> Okay. Just he just, just uh, chose to invoke the Bosman rule. That was all. But anyway, <laughs> hey, mate, he's got a ruling named after him. Come on, how could you not include Andy Webster? And he came back. Did the snake come back? No. I'm not getting Came back for Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Actually, you say that, Richard. I am worried quite how 
dare I say, Rangers, eh? My team is. It's not. It's not a great look. It's but a we're staunch going, team. But yeah, my Christ, we're gonna roll with it anyway. Um, other centre half. Amazed that you'd gone. McKenna and Zali, just two two solid choices. <laughs> Majid Bouguera. Um No, I was tempted to go for uh, Patrick Kisnorbo, but I've opted for uh, Jose Goncalves just because that was. Oh, okay. I don't know. I really liked. They were going to be in my team as well, but then I thought I'd uh, I'd just not pick them. <laughs> Great, <laughs> just mix it up by not playing any real defenders. So, so wait, who, who was going to be in yours, Richard Kisnorbo? Because Norbo and uh, Gonsalves for the Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gonsalves. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for um, that. Yeah. Um, Lee Wallace left back. That's fair. He went in goals. He just went in goals for QPR as well in like the last two weeks as well. I saw that. Great, great player. Not you not, have you not got any justification for Lee Wallace? No, well, he was he was a top young talent and we undersold him for one and a half mil. If we were getting one and a half mil for a player nowadays, I don't know whether we'd. That. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Is that not right? Did they not? Did they not have this like mental run against Kilmarnock in one game? They're just like nobody was tackling him, so he just sort of he looked confused and just kept running with it and stuck <laughs> in there. Yeah, it was, just, yeah. it was a very kind of like. Uh, was that his like, first goal? I'm pretty sure it was. Probably. It's sort of as if he was like bringing drugs over the border. He was a bit like, I don't think I meant to have these, but <laughs> oh, I'm just going to bring it anyway. Just keep uh, going. Yeah. I remember Lee Wallace scored a cross that was clearly a cross. And my dad, for that season, had put on a pound every single week for Lee Wallace to be first goal scorer. And it never came in. He was like, right, I'm not doing it this week. And then he sent a cross in. The wind took it in. So Tynecastle erupted. My dad just stayed sat furiously <laughs> and they put it on. That's, that's 100 I was going to talk about your dad, actually, but I'll mention him later. Like, well, that's like, ominous. That. That's very <laughs> ominous. Yeah. Um, that's 100% why you've got Michael Smith in there as well from a financial standpoint. Oh, yeah, because I've won £1,300 off him since he arrived. Yes. Yeah. What, a, what a guy. Um. This is where I've gone current squad. The man I said Hart should sign, Barry Mackay. What a wonderful footballer. Thanks very much. Need I say anymore? As if you're his agent. What? All I'm saying is everybody had their doubts. Doubt him now. I don't think anybody did. I think when he signed, everyone was like buzzing about him. I just didn't know who he was, really. That is is what I'm working with as my podcast (laughs) co-host. An absolute shambles. Um, on the other flank, I've gone David Templeton. That's fair. One of my favourite arts players growing up. Absolutely adored David Templeton. Was gutted to see him retire recently. Um, I think everybody went through that stage, if they're of a similar age to McIver and myself, where they sort of did that Raj spikes and sort of combed over the front yeah. and tried to be him. Um, what a cool guy. Um, I've I was gone. A bit older, so I didn't. didn't uh... <laughs> yeah. That's why I said of a similar age. That's why I said I was a bit older. <laughs> this is fun. I'm so happy that we're doing this. I get the impression Richard genuinely despises my guts. Um, no, I've just been, I've been perfecting the deadpan. I mean, not very well, evidently, given this, how this thing started. No. I'm going to call it a, like a call. As if I'm, I'm not doing this for self-promotion. <laughs> Right, who's the two in the middle then? Oh, if you've using and abusing the Bertha Beasley podcast, I never thought I'd see the day. Um, I've gone right at the Richard Cobb. Books on Amazon times four. Anyway, yes, he does. Sorry, carry on. Oh, well, make sure to grab us a copy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 
You'll enjoy it. Assuming you can read, mate, you'll love them. <laughs> ah, yes, that's class. Oh, <laughs> uh, in the middle of going, well, I'm reading my team. Ryan Stevenson, um, just because I love Steve. Absolutely not. <laughs> I am. I've got the notes. Sorry, can I can I cut you off there? Actually, just to, I've done that before on uh, oh, here we go. like sport. I, I texted in Sports Sound because uh, Chris McQueer, the guy that wrote Hings and yes. stuff mm-hmm. like that, was on it. And and I tweeted in just stupidly. I was probably like cleaning the bathroom or something. And then I like I, I tweeted. I was like, oh, um, Chris, go and give because uh, John Hughes was on as well. I was like, I'll oh, go and give Yoga a copy of your book. It'll be his first ever book. Right, just for just something stupid. And then they read it out on Radio Scotland. And he was like, huh? Who? who? Richard? Co-? He's like, where's he live? We're <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> 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 battered by Yogi Hughes. Oh. Coming down to a mole flat and leaf. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's a boxing match I would love to see. Oh. Right, who's your midfield? Right, so Gordon Ryan Stevenson, as I was midway through explaining oh, before man. Richard used uh, self-promotion. Well, and you, st- and you still said Steven? you didn't have any snakes. Yeah, exactly. You've got, that's two snakes oh, in there. Fuck off. Steve was doing us a favor with some dough, keeping the club alive. What were you doing? Either of you. <laughs> what were you doing? I was getting my vaccine. That's what I was doing. Yes. Great. Um, and I've gone Arnold Jim as well. Because I always stuck up for Arnold Jim when he was ridiculed wrongly in the Hearts midfield. What a player. Pretty sure he's the only player that I'll ever see simultaneously play for Hearts. And also win an international trophy as well. What's not to love? I've gone Stephen Naismith as one of the centre forwards, just because he's a brick shit house. Love the geezer. Um, wind up merchant, all that. A winner. Love Naismith. Um, and also was basically our best player in a shit, shit time following Hearts. Um, and then I was going to go Andreas Felicca up front, but I've instead opted not to. Um, to shy away from this whole Rangers theme. Uh, and I've gone Ricardo Fuller, just because I was too young to appreciate the magnitude of the player. Um, that goal for Stoke against Aston Villa in the Premier League is one of the all-time greats. Nobody ever talks about it, despite it being an absolute worldie. Um, and it's crazy to think that my first interaction with Ricardo Fuller was that goal, because I was blissfully unaware of the fact that he was once alone at Hearts. You can't even mock Richard for bringing up Wanjo and Vaness and all that, and then go, the main no, point like of Ricardo Fuller is a I'm, goal out with Hold Hearts. on a second. I, if you, people that are listening to this can rewind back and say... Nobody's listening I was this. laughing. <laughs> it's, it's just us. Come on. It's us and my dad waiting there. Not even worth editing. Exactly. Shocking. Hey, we've got to edit, given some of the nonsense statements that you came out with. True. So-called jokes. Nothing funny about them whatsoever. Well, Terrible. what, what th- three fantastic teams they were. Oh, you're not going to let me go through my 1-11 just the same as you did? Okay, go. go. I didn't run through it again, yeah. but it's All fine. All right, well, go on then. Give us yours. No, I've closed the, I've closed the tab oh, now. I can't come on, it. don't be like this. I can't wait to it was. <laughs> Jesus. Right, I've gone Jamie McDonald in goal, uh, Callum Patterson, Andy Webster, Ozzy Goncalves, Lee Wallace, uh, Barry Mackay, Ryan Stevenson, Arnold Jim, David Templeton, Stephen Naismith, Ricardo Fuller. Bang. Yours yeah, was... go, and, go and do something to like make it like folk actually engage in this. Like Put it up as like a poll on like, your Instagram yeah. if you've got anyone on there or like as a kind of vote who's got the best one and then like rig it so you don't win. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll do that. There, we'll do there that. we go. There's some inspiration. Yeah, that's exactly why you're here, Richard. Some inspiration okay. to take onto the socials. Yes, that's exactly Good. why you're here. Social media poll based suggestions. I did one the other day of like, I think I was having like a cauliflower based pizza. Yes, I wanted to speak said, about this because this looked okay, like an what? abomination. Cauliflower based pizza. Yeah, I went to a healthy eating shop. Oh no, I did see this on your Instagram. Yeah. What? Eighty-seven percent said it looked disgusting, and it was actually fine. <laughs> also, actually, I think when I when I brought the decided to do the self promotion again, when I had a, I did this whole like, oh, who thinks I should do a, a book launch in Edinburgh, and eighty-seven uh, percent, it was probably eighty-seven percent again said no. So then, like. For the gig, for the poster, it was just like the, the sofas that used to be in Leith. It was just this big, like, blown-up version of the Twitter poll. <laughs> like, 87% said no. And I was like, I'm doing it anyway. And then uh, and then I had, like, that was the kind of the behind the, the kind of behind the stage thing as well. So that was um, quite a lot of folk turned up. Made a lot of money from that, unless you ask the tax man. So that was good. Great. Well, that's the main priority. And as Richard says, see if 87% of people vote his team is the best. I genuinely don't know who people will vote for. No. No, I, I, I dread to see those results. Um, look, we were talking about social media. I've just thought of a topic off the, just, just off the bat here. Um, because on social media, we'd seen that Barry Mackay wants to extend his stay. How happy were you with that, MacIver? Oh, yeah. Um, he, he said it in a way that was like, I think people took one look at it and just went, he said he wants to stay and that's great. But he actually gave like quite a like serious answer, one that I didn't expect from Barry Mackay because he was like, oh yeah, I no longer feel like football's a chore here. And like, I'm actually enjoying football for the first time in years. And I was like, oh, that makes me feel sad for him, like his previous clubs that he was just hating his life. So I'm delighted and I hope, I think I said on Twitter that Savage and Nielsen better be in a car like it's LA Vice get into his house and just we need to offer him a new deal desperately because it's only next season he's here for right yeah so did he sign a two year in september i think, I think so yeah yeah so then that would make sense uh richard thoughts well i just i didn't but like but to not answer your question um Sweet. like yeah they, they did not ask sims the same question they were like oh like are you going to be here do you want to be here next year? And he's like, oh, yeah, you never know. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just focusing on what I'm doing just now. And he basically, you read between the lines, it was basically holding that up. Uh, yes, like, yes. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, like, I mean, the thing is, I'm, I'm definitely wanting to get uh, blah, 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 hearts to Europe, etc. And I'm like, that's not somebody that's staying. Because um, you don't think he's so in a who's different the, what, situation with being contracted to Everton? Technically speaking, he is, yeah, but it was, it was, you shouldn't have weird to ask him anyway. Uh, I, I found it weird to ask anyway. him, especially because Sims had just signed a new deal with Everton. It's like, well, Everton are shite just now, he's probably going to get back into their team next season because he's done all right up here. So, yeah, it was a weird one of all players to ask. It was I'd say more so if they, if they get relegated, but yeah, true, isn't a stretch by any manner of means because no. they are genuinely dog shit. Yeah, carry on. Uh, Mackay though, yeah, that'd be good. Great. Spot on. Sweet. <laughs> this um, is what happens, Adam, when you bring up non-planned items on the itinerary. Yeah. I, why? Why am I hosting this? In all seriousness, like you. Are you come, though? Are you? you? Up, no, I'm not. <laughs> you come up with the agenda, and this is just like this echoes 
the sentiment that it is all over the place. That's what makes it great, though. It does it? Sure. Just keep going. Stick to the list. Okay. Um, next I've got another five bullet points to add, by the way. Just to, just to point out a bit. Anyway. Yeah, go for well, it. then give us a bullet point. I'll let, I'll okay. let you host unofficially here. Uh, um, yeah, okay. McIver, your dad liked that, that post about sort of me knocking you out. That was quite funny. Presuming that was your dad. Did he? Did he actually? Yeah. 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 So I quite like that. So, so for uh, for any listeners slash viewers that didn't see it, it was that whole Will Smith thing. It wasn't very funny because I was sort of like everyone was trying to make a Will Smith joke today. It was very stressful for trying to be a, a pub comedian to try and make any form of a joke that's not happened, um, or about you know like you could like oh, tearing your hair out to make a joke about it. And, you know, I can't do that. And uh, yeah, a lot. It was it was a stressful day. Um, particularly when I was trying to work at the same time. But then I saw, obviously, that I did that little kind of post thing. And then I think your dad, I mean, presuming it was your dad, I clicked on the profile and it said something about Gala, Fairy Dean. Then yes, um, I will have been. A Graham yeah. legend. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you can check out Richard's, yeah. Richard's stress on Twitter, at the Richard Cobb, um, for those that haven't seen it. Next on next on our list was your main talking point and what I fucking hate keep hearing constantly oh third wrapped up well that's heart secured yes third. yes so it's third done mckiver you wanted to bring this up the yeah was yours take it away third's done so what there's seven games left is that right yes. two then split so 24 points basically i forget is that right the yes 21 21 and we so are we are 14, 14 clear of united clear. so essentially to not finish third We'd have to lose basically every game, and someone behind us would then have to win every game. Base essentially, that's what you're saying. I know that it that mathematically there could be draws chucked in there and a couple of losses, but we're not going to lose every game from now until the end of the split. Well, Even if we did, I don't think I'd have, have to win fifty. So United are what fourteen points behind. So they'd have to win five of their remaining seven, and yeah. we would have to lose. Is what you're saying. No one, even if we lost all yeah. seven, no other team is winning five out of seven in this league. You could probably say that they would in a previous season. You say that, but Dundee United are away to Hibs on Saturday. Then they've got Dundee at home. I know, but that's, look at the way this season's went. But then I suppose, yeah. They're not yeah. going to beat Rangers or Celtic, so that's two immediately. So they'd have to win every other Hold game. Hold on a second. They've already beaten Rangers at Tannadice this season. I know, and they took a point heat, of Parkhead. It's, it's heating up now in the title race, so I think both old front teams are going to beat everybody. In- including one another on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the one exception where there's two winners to an old firm. But I think it's done. Not from like a... I don't want the team to just be like, oh, so therefore, who cares? We've got it, because it is us, and we probably could lose every single game. But I, oh, I care if it's a semi-final. And I think third is done. Richard, do you think third is done? Because Adam has hated me for weeks for saying this. Yeah, like it's, it's done in the sense of it, like all but mathematical, I'd say, just in like the sense of like you that kind of you see everybody else just like they're kind of dropping points all over the place. And it's just, it's been that like that. Uh, gift thing that I keep sharing about the people yeah. running up the slide day steps and stuff yeah, you know yeah. it, it, is, it was the same way that the championship was going of like other teams are just so inconsistent and it's a little bit like we, we can only focus on what we're doing but like 
even if we drop points, people will be annoyed about it. But it's a bit of an irrelevance, really, because it's it's pretty much done. I, and I, but I think the thing is, yeah, it's obviously it's like keeping an eye on the semi-final. My my only fear would be that if it were to go horribly wrong for some reason in the semi-final, then folk could just flip the lid and start with this like Nielsen out rubbish again, and and then that would almost ruin the whole season of uh, finishing third by probably quite quite some place and then Hibs getting beat even if they get beat like 4-0 in the final touch with it doesn't happen well I mean if they get to the final touch with it does happen but like you know <laughs> um, but like yeah and I think people it's just like it, it'll uh, third's done yeah. yeah Adam you hate it <laughs> why do you hate it and also you seem to react negatively there to something Richard said about Nielsen so please extrapolate on that excuse me you seem to be annoyed when Neil, uh, Richard suggested that people would overreact to a semi-final loss. Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Um, I, I will be rightfully raging if we get beat off Hibs at Hamden. Um, well, until it's but would it ruin like the whole that. season? Though I mean, like that's that's the thing. Like I'm like obviously you'd be annoyed, but would it overshadow the whole? Probably, probably not in terms of it be our strongest league showing for what a good few years. It'd be years. what six six years since he left. Yeah, since he was last. Si- yeah, so six, 16, 17. Yeah, so six years. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, like we've been presented with a great chance to get to a Scottish Cup final here. Let's be honest. Like we've been relatively lucky with the draw on the whole. If we're if we're being honest, I know it's easy to say this now. And don't get me wrong, we were rightfully. Shit in our pants for Auckland Lake Talbot away, um, <laughs> scrape past Livingston on pens, uh, and the submitted game's probably the only one in the cup that we've won. Well, I say the only one. It's like it was good to beat Submitted comprehensively. So, look, it's not going to undo the season, but it would be a massive kick in the nads if we don't reach the cup final from here, whilst also finishing third. That's fair. No. No, that's fair. It's a worry about no, what no, Richard asked the question. And he's not even responded yet. Sorry. Yeah, no, I yeah, I, I I'm just uh, I just had a horrible image of uh, Sean Maloney looking happy, but then, I mean that's weird. Oh, I, I don't God, think that would happen. Why have you said that? Um, no, just I'm like I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine that. That's just a complete doomsday scenario. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I still haven't decided if I'm coming up for that actually, because I'm like it's a bit like. Like this, that whole like, oh, do I come up for that? Or do I come up for the final? Then I'm like, ah, oh, I shouldn't be thinking that far ahead. But also, two hundred quid or whatever, they go up for a day. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's sort of it, it'd be worth it for not having been at a game in since Sean Clare's red card in 2019 against Aberdeen. But like, that your last kinda, game, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why am I on a podcast? <laughs> um, <laughs> haven't haven't watched any since then. Haven't, <laughs> yeah. How are we doing? Yeah, exactly. This is your. Initiation back into how well we do. We're actually good now to yeah. novelty. Yeah, we're we're not bad. We're not a bad team. We're all right. Look, that's something that I wanted to come on to, McIver, because we forgot to mention it on our last podcast. Um, and I'd actually done a bit of homework for once. Um, I realized that I thought I could, you know, time this to perfection. I thought, yes, that's us played 30 games. Needless to say, we've played 31. Um, so I was gonna have a comparison with hearts this season to their last Scottish Premiership season so everybody knows how the 1920 season quote unquote ended um, 
having played 30 games, won four, drawn 11, and lost 15. Now, for context, this season, we've played 31, won 15, drawn eight, and lost eight. That is mental. Scored 31 in that 1920 season in the 30 games in comparison to the 50, sorry, 44 that was scored this season. Not bad. Um, and conceded 52 goals in 30 games with a goal difference of minus 21 and picking up 23 points in our last Premiership campaign. Now, in comparison to this season, 44 goals, 31 against, a goal difference of positive 13 and a points total of 53. 30 points better off, albeit with one game's difference from the last time that we were in the Premiership. Now, look... McIver said that I'm a Nielsen hater. I'm not. Last season, I was annoyed by various things that Robbie Nielsen came out and said. I've been 50-50 with regards to the season because as hearts have been riding along well, I don't want to jinx things. I don't want to tempt fate too much. But seeing as you reckon that I'm good to say what I'm about to say, McIver, and that third's secured, I'm going to go out and say that the progress is there for all to see we are going to build something under Robbie. We're in the process of building something. And there can be games where we're frustrated, rightfully so. We can be annoyed with performances, but that's part and parcel of being a Hearts fan. Like he said, one of his infamous quotes, if we're not happy week in, week out, then go and support Man United or Man City or somebody like that. So, look, he is right. And in comparison to our last Premiership season, the progress is there for all to see. So well done, Robbie. Well done, the coaching team, the players that we've brought in. Well done, Budge, for sticking by our man because many would have pulled the plug, myself included. We literally made an episode with Nielsen out and I did not foresee this turnaround. I'm going to hold my hands up and say that in the league, I've got it wrong. And I would love for Robbie and the playing squad to lift that Scottish Cup and shut absolutely everybody up. Thanks very much. Jesus Christ. Right, that's that's a Stoke fan's point of view. Daniel, what about you? <laughs> I, d- I genuinely d- didn't think you'd ever say something like that on the show. You might have said yeah, it in, like, in a tweet and then deleted it when we got beat the next week and be like, no, I've never no, supported I'm, them. No, I've, I'd like to think I'm true to my word for the most part, but I'm, I'm big enough to say that I might have got it wrong. Can you summarise it a little bit? Because I had to go and I had a couple of yawns in there. Yeah, I, yawned I, I four was going to switch the camera. I off. thought that you were. That was very disrespectful. But no, I'm not. I'm not going to summarise for you, Brick. Basically, Richard, he said that he actually is. He was wrong about everything. He doesn't know anything about football, and that Robbie Nielsen has proven him completely wrong. Well, that's not what I said, is it? It's, so it's a good podcast to end on, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But yeah, thanks, guys. It's been a blast. Richard, on that, because you said your last game was uh, that Aberdeen one all draw, where Claire got sent off. See, when you were watching what that... What a horrible night that was. Thank yeah. God Cobb stayed away since. Jesus. See, see, when you were watching that, and we were in the situation we were, did you ever think that in what has been such a relatively short amount of time that we turn it around this much to be from where we were to now so far clear in third? Can I just say... I had a tweet from Richard Cobb that was backing me up for calling Robbie Nielsen out with a shit excuse and his words were imposter of a manager. Just saying. 
What's the timestamp on this? I'll go and get it. Hold on. At the Richard Cobb for those. This is, know this is the problem, like historical tweets. Like you say, you I get know. you get to that level of fame and just just throw it back in your face. Certainly. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, First time this has happened, and you you're catching the you're catching it live. So. As Adam is trying to find that, Richard, how do you feel we have progressed in such a short amount of time? I've got it. Okay, never mind. Wait an hour right. answer. Sorry. So this was uh, the 3rd of April, 2021. Um, Hearts had drawn 0-0 at East End Park, a largely forgettable game, but I think we had Cammy Anderson on after that. Um, and I said, absolutely no surprise whatsoever. Another game we're lucky to take anything from. Disgrace. <laughs> Now, I then followed up my own tweet saying, what's everybody going for as the excuse of choice in the post-match presser? Bingo. I'm taking the sun was too bright. Richard Cobb then responds to me. He had some cheek slavering to the referee again at the end of that absolute imposter of a manager. 3rd of April, 2021. So we're coming, nearly coming up for the anniversary, Richard. What time? What time? Uh, a minute past five. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> PM or AM? PM. PM, okay. How's uh, like air Pretty good. Yeah, fair enough. Um, isn't it lovely to be wrong? <laughs> but then it was, actually. No, that was rubbish back then. He's... he's our, our team have turned the corner and so is he. So well done. Come on, the boys. Yes. Great. Well, I'm glad that we're all fully behind Robbie Nielsen and his men. And Robbie Nielsen and his squad head to the Highlands this coming Saturday as we take on Ross County, who Daniel McIver's previously... Hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Um, What was your question? Something about, did I think... Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. Hi. Yeah, Adam just tried to segue away. Hold on a second. That was you. (laughs) No, I was about to ask it again. It's fine. No, you were not. <laughs> you were at it. So, did you think when you were at that Aberdeen game that when we were that shite that... Or after the Durfermline game? No, because then that's... No, because by that point we'd been relegated and we'd been through that process. We were staring down the barrel of relegation at that point. Did you think that we would go from where we were to then suddenly within what is a relatively short space of time in football, essentially a season and a half, now be where we are now? Uh, I was I was kind of present in the moment, mate. I wasn't really thinking that far ahead. I mean, oh, it's, right. it's not very healthy right. to, to think that far ahead. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, like, I think if you kind of, like, I mean, we did it before with that, with the championship season. Uh, like, obviously, but that was a quick, turnaround and stuff like that and I think uh, the key to that was um, getting rid of the real imposter which was uh, Daniel Stendhal so I think the fact that we managed to get rid of him and his Harry Potter necklace um, <laughs> really I think that that got away a lot of the kind of the weird, weird <laughs> energy please call this episode Stendhal's necklace <laughs> I totally forgot you had that Harry Potter necklace until you just said that there. Oh, so did I. I like before. Remember that like complete car crash of a TV program? Yeah. Was like, <laughs> oh yeah, we uh, here's here's an interview with like the 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 sous chef at the Hearts <laughs> thing, and it's just like 
Oh yeah, like big fan of this. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big kind of, like insert name of Scottish club because it's. See, 45 minutes ago, this would I'd have been on fire. But anyway, <laughs> the yeah, it's like oh no, I'm, I don't actually like support Hearts, but I'm working in the restaurant. And it's, you know, Daniel Stendhal came up and gave me a big bunch of flowers and a Harry Potter DVD. So, yeah, lovely guy. And they didn't have to watch the football every week. They're just serving, like, meringues. (laughs) (laughs) You put a perfect (laughs) summary of that documentary. (laughs) 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 I hope we went for seven Marines to be in the third best team in the country, clearly. <laughs> it's because we've got rid of the guy with the snitch oh, necklace. This, honestly, MacGyver, I know you're going to get final say. We could have many a weird and wacky title. Stendhal's necklace serving meringues as a cracker. Oh, dear. Jesus. Oh, sorry. Right. That's great, Richard. I'm, I'm glad you're happy. The, the imposter's away. Oh, the German imposter. Right, moving on. I think you can see that now. We've got we've got a proper manager now. Um, and he he and his squad head up to Dingwall on Saturday. Hearts take on Ross County. MacIver, as I was going to say, you've previously described them as the fourth best team in this league. Um, are you anticipating yeah. a, a tricky test from the Staggies on Saturday? We're going to get beat because I'm going. It's my first time ever going to Dingwall. Um, You've got COVID. Uh, Yeah, can you prove your non-COVID status? (laughs) Yes, I'll be out. I'll be done by then. When are you out of isolation? Wednesday. It's all right. Oh, smashing. We're fine. Allegedly. If suddenly there's a bout that runs through the squad, you know who to blame, (laughs) essentially. We don't don't need to isolate in in England. We can just go and, like, walk into Tesco and, like, Cough on the oranges. In fact, you know, <laughs> no problem. Oh wait, hold on, MacIver, you're not going. If Why? you infect this squad ahead of the dar- both derbies, oh my god, Imagine you'll be that. the most hated man. I'm in the it, reason in we lose both oh, derbies. Jesus, God, that'd be oh, a no. sobering, sobering thought. But yeah, it's going to be some laugh. It's going to take ages to get there. Apparently, there's going to be hail during the game, <laughs> so can't wait for that. And we're going to beat because Ross County scored loads of goals. But as I alluded to, we don't concede all that many. And they concede loads as well, in fairness. Only average won a game. I um, don't know how it's going to go, especially because we don't know the situation with injuries as well. We don't know who's going to be fit. All this part are. So I just hope, I think if we play the team that played against, um, who did we just play? Livingston. Livingston. It's been that long. If we play that team, I think we should be fine. Hopefully. Dickie, you echo those thoughts? No, like a bit of draw. Because like they, they'll draw. play like that. Hearts haven't won an X amount of games there. Same with St. Johnson. We just can't do it. And it's uh yeah, it's fine. But then like other teams like it'll be a draw in the Hibs game and Everett like Motherwell will probably get who are they playing? They'll probably get beat 4 0. Um Who's that? Hebs at the weekend. They're at home to Dundee United. Motherwell have got like Celtic or something. Motherwell have got St Mirren on Saturday. Oh, St Mirren will beat them. Uh, yeah, and it's just like to be honest, I don't know if it's just the uh, it's the travelling up and then oh, all, the like, all that kind of like alone, hundred percent. But uh, 
yeah, or they're cold there, or something. I don't know, but uh, just yeah, the rubbish up there. I'm, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch it. So, uh, enjoy it, Daniel. Basically, thank you. You're fully saying that we're gonna get beat. Yeah. Score. I think we will. No, I, no, I think we'll draw. I think we'll draw. Like I just, you I said, just think it's okay. uh, like it's, it's gonna be a miserable. I'm game. gonna vary it up. I'm gonna be optimistic and say that we'll win. Who's your what? Right, hold on. Let's do actual scores. So you think we'll win? What do you think the score will be? Two one. Who's your goal scorers? Sims. And I feel like we'll get some. It might be from like a bizarre source. Or I say bizarre, but maybe like a defender. Probably, you know what? I'll say Kingsley will replicate his free kick, same as up there last time. We'll go Kingsley. With a wind up there. <laughs> True. That's great. It's going to be hail. Yeah, exactly. And that's what will take it into that top corner. He'll just, he'll know exactly what to do and just let the wind carry it. Top bag. Richard, do you think I'm going to be seeing a nil-nil? Or do you think I'm at least going to be seeing goals in the draw? Have you got any centre midfielders apart from... Mac and oh, F. We've got Mac and F in the ring. Big Pete. Mm. Uh, no, I think it's going to be six all. <laughs> I'll take that. I would take that personally. I won't ask you for your goal scorers and that because it's basically everybody. Um, I think we're going. Adam, you said two one. I think we're going to get beat two one. I think Reagan Charles Cook's going to score twice, and Boyce will score because it's his old club. club. Yeah, mm. and he won't celebrate because it's modern nice. football. That's yeah, the situation. That's Right. Well, this has been a car crash of an episode, but we do... Probably hope... the worst episode of all time. I think it's actually the best episode we've ever done. And it's up to you if anybody's still listening at this point. Wait, hold on. Who's hosting this? I Me. always do the outro. But oh, okay. So I, I don't tune in often. So. No, no I'm... <laughs> we get it, mate. Um, I, I'm delighted that this episode's over and I don't have to host for another two weeks. Safe. Great. Right, so if you have enjoyed this, fair play to you. But thank you very much for listening to the very end. All the plugs, you know as usual. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave a like, subscribe, comment. All the socials are on the screen. We're at Perth Paisley if you're not watching on YouTube. However, we're also on email, gmail.com if you want to chuck us over something there. Please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice if you're listening to us. It massively helps algorithms and all that kind of patter. Adam, where can they get you on social media? Uh, then get me on all the socials at the Richard Cobb. Uh, what about yourself, mate? Yep, I am also at the Richard Cobb. Richard, thank you very much for coming on. We hope you've enjoyed it. And where can people get you on social media? Uh, I'm probably going to shut down my social media after this. I mean, if you go with that Foo Fighters introduction, then it's probably going to just be historical tweets you'll have to get me on. So, yep. yeah. That's fair. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. And you know, you can get me on uh, you can get me on richardcobwords at gmail.com because I'm going to shut that down this weekend because I keep getting Viagra emails. So Great. Well, get me on that. Jump you on find that it hard to week. delete them all. Great. What a, a fantastic end to this show. We'll be back next week. It'll just be me and Adam. It'll probably be as much of a disaster as this. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b